This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your Home Life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple ways we can live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world while we're at it. Are you ready? Let's do it! Hello, and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I am Polly Campbell, and this is the show where we talk about practical ways to live well, do good, and be happy. And by practical, I mean even the things I can do, right? Because we gotta get through these days, and the thing is, I wanna elevate my experience. I want to enjoy the days that we have. And today, we've got a great S2 interview for you with Sue Patton Foley. And we're going to talk about strength, creating inner strength for outer success. We're going to talk about recognizing and accepting what is so we can live well with that. Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you, Polly. It's fun to be here. I loved your book. Strength, Meditations for Wisdom, Balance, and Power. I think it's about coming inside and recognizing who we are and what we have so we can use it to live in this life better. Sue Patton Foley is the author of numerous books, including The Courage to Be Yourself and The Woman's Book of Courage. She is a mother, stepmother, grandmother, former psychotherapist, and hospice chaplain. Sue, like I said, I I love this book because it help me remember that strength isn't an outside thing. We don't get it externally. We discover it from our inner persona. Is that how you would describe it? Well, I think it's naturally uh, within us. I I do believe that uh, support augments strength. And one of the things we do need to learn is to uh, accept support. And, uh, and I'm, I'm talking about good support. I'm not talking about uh, critical or uh, you should, 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 that kind mm-hmm. of support. But um, the support that invites us into our own wholeness. Oh. And mainly we get that from our women friends. We really do. We get it from whatever we consider to be our own spirituality. But women, I think, are the they're the um, scaffolding that um, where we can build ourselves. I love that. I mean, I can ima- I, I can envision that. You know, I, I drape saying, myself over my friends. <laughs> Sometimes I'm that tired and need that much help. And they're there. Yes, 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 yes. In the early part of your book, you said this book came from a place of outrage. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to right now that they're feeling right now tell me what you mean by that what what kind of outrage and what was going on when you created this book strength the last election and my i really believe that the world only works well and stays right on its axis if there's a balance of masculine and feminine energy 
and uh, the good, the positive masculine and feminine, because we both all, of course, have negative. But just watching the denigration of integrity that was going on and the, uh, the shadow masculine uh, competition and put down and not caring about the little folk, I was incendiary. So that's, that's where it came from. That was the impetus. I didn't expect, I'd been retired three different times. And I just <laughs> ran, into, um, ran into my publisher uh, down at the New Age trade show. I hadn't even thought about him being there. I just went down with a friend. And he said, would you like to write another book soon? And I went, oh, what would I write about, aging? And, and he said, no, just think about it. And by the time I got home, I had a real rough outline. Uh, just, interesting yeah it, it was, was percolating a, for you maybe well you know you know Polly there are those books that won't let you alone unless you write them yeah and this the strength had that sort of um intense impetus to it mm. I just needed and you will identify with this I think I get kind of tearful just thinking I just needed to feel like I was making some kind of difference mm -hmm. that I was able to um to to balance balance the universe a little bit more in a teeny weeny way and they they fought with me and my editor fought with me a little bit about using the word balance in um in the subtitle but when he heard what i was talking about and that is that is the balancing of the positive aspects of both feminine and masculine energy then he said oh yeah well yeah of course and that's what i think our our world is dangerously out of balance. Well, I took a little issue with balance in the title too. So it's interesting. Oh, tell me. Well, and, and it was after I read the book that I settled down. I'm like, all right, this is it. I, I get this. But I think particularly with regards to many women, I'm, I'm raising a child, a young child. I'm married. I'm working. I'm, you know, doing all these things. And we hear, well, you just got to be balanced. My life has never been balanced. Sometimes it's all about what my husband needs. Sometimes it's all about what my work needs. Sometimes it's about what I need. Sometimes about the kid. But it's never all that at one time. So ultimately i think the scales adjust but that term balance um i think has been misused and i think the way you talk about it which is this balance of our our energies the yin yang this masculine feminine so that we can actually live a realized life that's that's full of not only our purpose and positive contribution but full of kindness and compassion and intelligence that resonated with me that that felt a lot better to me yeah oh i can see oh that's interesting because i i of course knew my own perspective about it so huh okay yeah no i think that what women are oh and you call your daughter sweet pea I, yeah and right. i call i call a few of my chosen and gleaned i have stepdaughters and chosen daughters and um, a lot of them are sweet peas so i thought uh. that was cute yeah. Um, yeah. When we are wonderful, being able to hold, I'm, I'm seeing in my mind, uh, juggler, women, the feminine, okay? okay. If we're going to go into more of the energetic of it, the feminine itself is absolutely able to hold paradox and to balance crisis and to do all those. I mean, we literally can do it all. 
Now, sometimes we wear ourselves out completely. But one of the things that I've seen, even though women are able, they don't, they don't give themselves credit for the amount of strength that they actually mm, have. Right. And so they don't bring forward the uh, balance of energy and insist on it that our world needs. Now, this is changing. You know, we, we are watching our Congress, if in fact it's healable, who knows. But we're mm-hmm. getting a better, a better balance in terms of those who are masculine and feminine and maybe even we're getting a little bit better balance not counting of course the higher higher ups but but in the in the still powerful echelon i believe there is awareness of needing to bring in those kinder gentler softer more complementary and uh cooperative energies because right now um we're pretty much in the in the garbage heap. Yeah. It, when you talk about masculine and feminine energies, I mean, this is for men, this is for women. We all have this energy and these balances, right? Well, you're, you're, you've used the perfect symbol, and that's the yin-yang symbol. It's up there. We, we do. We, it, and look at that. That symbol creates a... a round a circle a never ending Mm -hmm. something or other that you can roll along easily you get one of those out of balance and we're way out of balance now uh and 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 it's going to be a rough roll and we're we're in a rough roll Polly. yeah we're in a rough roll that's for sure and here's something i put on my list of questions that i wanted to address with you because this is where i stumble over myself right this is the the personal angle here you write about integrating the heart and head. I stumble over one or the other all the time. I, I feel things so deeply. I get caught up in that. And I don't seem, think that's a liability. I think emotions are uh, human and, and a great source of information and so forth. Or I'm overthinking it. How can we stop the role and, and pull our heart, use all that we have, the heart and the head, to integrate these things and, and live a more integrated life so we can be part of the positive change? I don't know is the short answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, what helps me um, is to really honor both the head and the heart. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a highly sensitive person, which I imagine you are too. Just the knowledge of that, just the knowledge that that's a, that's a way brains are wired, not, because a lot of times those of us who are sensitive are labeled um, too emotional and um, making mountains out of molehills and right. uh, that kind of thing, and or too compulsive if we really get into thinking mode. So finding out that, you know, brains are wired differently, there are about 25% of us that are um, highly sensitive. And what all that means is that we, we feel and can be oversensitized uh, easily, like sounds and uh, feelings mm-hmm. and all the rest of that stuff. When we know that, and, and a lot of us, I mean, the other 75% also have trouble doing the head and the heart thing. But it's more... Almost everything I think is starts with awareness, Polly. And so when we're aware, when you become aware that you're overthinking something, what do you notice? 
the repeating thought and my stress, my anxiety going up, kind of restlessness, jittery. Um, it's physical, uh-huh. physical yes. responses. Yes. I get yes. hot. My head gets hot. Okay. My heart beats okay. fast. Right. Right. Okay. So when, when you feel like you're kind of stuck in an emotional um, loop, what is it that you sense then? Uh, sadness or weight. I feel heavy. I mm-hmm. feel, that's interesting. Like I'm, I, I say this a lot, like I'm underwater, like I'm just yes. kind of tr- like slogging through the mud or the water. Yes. Okay. Well, one of the things I think that, well, the first thing we have to do is just know that become aware of it and then and then allow it you know say oh okay with without we we are so fast to say oh my gosh I shouldn't do this this is just awful here I go again and then we're just caught again so my if you've read my book you know that my major word is gentle yeah and I certainly I can't a zillion years ago I came up with the motto live gently with yourself and others of course because I needed that so so the first thing when you find yourself out of balance and and caught in on a gerbil wheel of either thinking or feeling or heart or mind if you want if you must um then that's that's a major step because then you can make choices when we're caught in it when it's become a um, habit or a, uh, a knee-jerk response, then then we we don't extricate ourselves. But with awareness, gentle awareness, um, and then uh, and embracing ourselves. Oh golly, here I am. I'm caught in that again. Okay, let me just breathe. And mindfulness is a mindfulness or um, just self-love, self-compassion is a wonderful um, way to exit the gerbil wheel. It just is. Without thinking, oh, no, okay, now, now I see that, now I gotta do it differently. Uh-uh, uh-uh, just, just notice for a while. And then you'll begin to see, I think, um, or I at least do, um, what triggers me. Hmm. And, um, and, I can, and I can make a better choice. About three years ago, I am highly, highly sensitive to uh, sound, and it is my nemesis. And my home is my sanctuary. And we had an open space behind our home, uh, which three years ago they began construction in. And it turned out that the construction behind our particular home was a regional um, distribution center for pod a pod warehouse, those those right. pods with the red pod written on it, which I have made a different acronym from that than they have. But <laughs> and I I found myself the first, and I can still do it. I still did it last week, actually, just standing at my window, screaming, using a finger that you know we probably isn't a nice nice girl <laughs> finger, and saying, "Shut this room up!" And I was just. I drove myself crazy. They drove me crazy. I, I, I'm going to give them credit. but And they're still doing it. It's like they're never going to end this construction site. And they have these machines that go beep, beep, beep all the time. And mm-hmm. they start earlier than is lawful and go later than is lawful. I mean, there's all sorts of things. But so what I've had to do with that, because it really has been a um, 
huge challenge is to to breathe and say okay what is loving to me right now they don't give a toot that i'm screaming at them they don't hear that it doesn't make any difference to them how can i take care of myself right now and um, it's been it's been a terrible challenge because you know i i work at home I, and now i'm stuck at home like we all are and um so sometimes I take myself out to walk around some ponds and mm. sometimes I, I, I bought, you know, Bo's head set that I wear and um, I have earplugs that I wear a lot. Uh, it's, it isn't a fair thing that's going on. Of course, it's, a, it's one of the least life-threatening unfair things that are going on these mm -hmm. days. But for me, it's excruciating. And so the what i've what i continue to need to do daily really polly is find some way to give myself solace and to not beat myself up about noise mm. bothering me so much you know i i think um what you just just described is is really how i define strength for myself is there's it? so much in this world that we cannot change there's so much that will influence or impact us but we can always choose our response that doesn't mean it's easy or without pain or that we love it but it means that we are never without a choice in the matter and sometimes it means i have to close down and get quiet with myself so that i can remember to do those things that make me feel better or and and that's why i think you have, and I want to get into it now, you have a section in the book where you talk about honoring where you are, and, and you call it your hug approach, and what you were just talking about makes me think of that. I think that that's really useful. Sometimes the very best, most important thing we can do, the most important response, is to step back and take care of us and honor ourselves and do what we need in that moment to be strong. Can you talk about hug and what that means to you? Oh yeah, sure, I love to do that. The reality of it is we have to take care of ourselves or we really are curtailing our value and our ability and our strength and our joy. Because so many of us have gotten in the habit of like giving even when our, like our chalice is empty and, and giving from overflow is, is something that works for everybody a whole much, much better. So that brings me to hug. And it's, it's a threefold thing. I'm big into hugging. That's one of the hardest things for me about right. quarantine. Oh my oh. God, not being able to hug is just, that's just heart shredding. The acronym is H-U-G, of course, and the H stands for um, honor, honor where you are instead of judging. And my, my sound stuff is, um, is a good example there. I just, my husband is profoundly deaf. He does wear hearing aids, so, so that's good, but he, he's, it's, he still doesn't have the hearing. I have the hearing of a fox or a dolphin put together. I hear everything. Um, so to honor where I am, that is, that is just who I am. Um, to first, before criticizing myself, to just honor that and say, yeah, this is hard for you, Sue. This, this is really tough for you. And then the U uh, stands for, for me, utilize support. 
um, and good support. Um, and, and sometimes there's not good support. Sometimes people say, well, maybe you could try this, 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 or this, or maybe have you done this, 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 or this, or why don't you, you should. Well, no, that, that, that often just makes you feel bad about yourself or badly about yourself. So um, good support I'm talking about is a dear friend of mine who said, you know, I, I understand because I can hear that same way. And here's what I do. And what she did wasn't kind of possible here, but it still gave me that sense that I was understood. Mm -hmm. And that's probably maybe the best support we can, we can have. And then G uh, is just gently, treat yourself gently, figure things out gently. Um, so many of us have a, a bull whip that we just crack mm -hmm. over our own heads. It just, always and um what that does is that just pokes holes in our psyche and all of our energy can drain out and what for me this living gently and and honoring where we are it it creates it's like plaster on our psyches it 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 fills in the the holes and the cracks and the wounds and the stab marks and and all of that stuff that we all have. I mean, we, we don't, any of us come out of this life unscathed. Um, we just don't. I, and so I, the very best way we can do is to patch our holes. <laughs> and we're really the only people who can do that because we're really the only people who know where our holes are and what triggers them. Sue, this brings mm -hmm. us to the Simply Start segment of the show, and, and hug is a mm -hmm. good way to start, but I, I like to give our listeners and myself um, a practical way to jump into this thinking today, to practice this today. Do you have any suggestions for us? I do. Um, when you are either beginning to make a decision or anything you're doing or going to say, I would just pass by, is this kind I, I really do believe that kindness is one of the elixirs that will save us. I do and, too. Yeah, and we start with ourselves, Polly. So is this kind? Is this kind to me? Is this kind to whomever is going to hear this or be affected by this? Is this kind? It's just three words. It's easy to remember. Um, and it's incredibly powerful. All right. Simply start today. That's a great place to start every day, always, right? Is yes. this kind? Is this kind to myself? Is this kind to my partner? Is this kind to the world, to the globe, to the environment, to your pet, to your kids, right? right. I, do, I do think that, uh, you know, this, this kindness and calmness and peace and change starts at home and it extends to our neighborhoods and our schools and our communities and our world. Let's start now, is this kind? And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment today of things that I just like, things that make my life better. And if you haven't figured out, you guys, today it's Sue's book, Strength, Meditations for Wisdom, Balance, and Power. Now listen, you can pick this up and read a page and you will feel more connected. You will be thinking about it all day, or you can read the whole book at a sitting. Whatever it is, you will find a moment of gentleness, of wisdom, of grace 
that not only does she share with you her stories and her experiences, but she helps you find that wisdom and grace within yourself. So that's a gift. Pick it up. It's simply nifty strength, meditations for wisdom, balance, and power. I love the book. Go get it. Feel better if you read it. And you can find Sue at Sue Patton Foley. www.suepatton.com. Okay, go check her out. And you'll find the books there and information. And you can find her on Instagram at livegently7. Sue, thanks for being here today. Um, anything you want to kick us off with or, or gently, kindly usher us out with today that we should think about as we go through? Yeah, I, th I think I do. Um, in utilize support, we find support in different, in different ways, um, like reading and like hmm. writing and anything that supports you. Maybe roller skating supports you. Ah. Of course, you have to do it in the cul-de-sac now, but, but you'll be <laughs> able to do it some other time. So, so just find what supports you, what makes your heart giggle. And uh, great. Find what makes your heart giggle. We can do this. We can manage this stuff. We've so, done this for eons. We have done this for eons. We are, we are good at this. We are good at this. I love that. Thanks for listening. You can find me at PL Campbell on Twitter or uh, be part of the community on Facebook at Polly Campbell Author. And let us know how you're going kindly into the world and where you find the source of your strength and your inner wisdom and let it play out for all of us. Thanks for listening today. Remember, find what makes your heart giggle and you will live well, do good and be happy. <music>